0: I'm back, I made it. Mm-hmm. I'm still here. Mm-hmm. Wing it Podcast, GooseDigital.com, Episode Four. You got okay, it. Okay, we're we're in. Whew. Yep. All right, we're here, guys. Welcome. Who do we have? The new guys, the new team. The new team, yeah. <laughs> so Sam here,
1: and Renata, Renata. Kevin.
0: Okay, welcome, guys. Hey. Michael Turksani. We're doing this. Uh, we're banging these out, as we said last time. Um, trying to do a couple more today. Mm-hmm. Okay, beer's already out. Already, so let's try to keep this uh, on the on the PG. We're on overtime. Friday of a long weekend.
2: Oh my God! And Friday. we're
3: here
0: over our a hot mic. True. We work for the
2: true. This is the definition
0: of overtime. Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay, um, we're talking about what are we talking about today? Talking about, I think we're talking about roles to keep internally in an organization, and roles you
3: can outsource as it relates to marketing, digital marketing, marketing automation
0: so we we did a blog because we're we're an agency that that helps clients at two levels it helps out with the strategy as well as the execution it's two two levels of, of uh of how we work with customers so we put a blog together that that explained when you're building out your digital marketing strategy what roles should you insource, what roles should you outsource what's the kind of right way to go to go about doing it recognizing that a lot of companies are probably a starting to do that and evolve their teams or they may have tried and you know, something's changed and they're basically having to start over.
3: Yeah, I think so. We talk about this a lot too. And we have a lot of clients and and prospects and organizations we talk to and a big part of um, how we go to market and what we talk about is change, right? Change Mm -hmm. in landscape, competition, technology, the market, market needs customers. So I think, organizations are constantly reevaluating do i have a team or a group whether that's internal and external mm-hmm. that can actually address whatever that change is
0: mm-hmm. yeah yeah absolutely yeah. so we're going to go through a number of items here um got some new new people on the blog okay or on the vlog is I this a vlog? vlog alex is this a vlog or a podcast a bit of yes. everything yeah. it would be of a blog every, cast. big bit everything yeah a bit of everything see that
1: should be a topic for another discussion in terms of your content <laughs> creation how do you define
3: i think when you're this digital you're just everything you're i think everything. sam
0: owns the content strategy for this podcast at least trying sk- to trying, trying to, to. to right so kind of co-collaboration with KB. list. mind f- you this is wing it so we're not supposed to go too, <laughs> too crazy on the well planning. we don't script it that's true yeah so just gonna go through the uh, summary on the end of that this is blogs on our website it's probably available via LinkedIn mm-hmm. we'll link it in the description so the so if people want to read through it so the first kind of summary item was really um, well you're gonna need people in your organization to own this if you don't have a VP of digital or maybe you have a marketing leader but it you know if you don't feel like it's the right place to have the new digital strategy just wholly fall on that person's shoulder shoulders um, it has to be a level of um, senior type support
3: internally mm-hmm. to say, hey, we're going to drive this, and just digital marketing as a whole, included in that, would be marketing automation, etc., is something that's important to the org overall and mm-hmm. a big part of the makeup of where they're trying to go as a business to help drive objectives and goals. Absolutely, right.
0: So strategic working group, you know, if you want to call it a committee, if you you know maybe maybe people don't like that word, mm-hmm. um, but multifaceted, you know, multi areas of the
2: business. So well, sales, Sam had a good line,
0: like a it's like a yeah, committee is a strong word, but it's like
3: a group aligned.
2: Yeah, a group aligned. What you want to try to do, and we've seen it with a lot of clients, is that a lot of clients tend to silo themselves. And mm-hmm. when you're siloing yourselves, you're not you're not really working together as a team to come up with something, especially a like digital marketing strategy. It's so new to so many people. Without having you know thoughts and advice, and and coming together as a team to work on something like this, and let, putting it all in one person's hands. That's where we see a yeah, lot of failure. I totally agree.
0: Yeah.
2: Ren, what do you think?
1: Um, I actually think like you need a cheerleader on that side. And by that I mean like you need, especially if you're moving them from like a traditional marketing forum to mm-hmm. um, you know, bringing them into the digital age, you need people that understand the benefit of that transformation and can actually talk to other people in their organization about what it is we're trying to accomplish for them. Because I think sometimes we go in there and we're really excited about what it is we're doing. But it's, it might be more challenging for us to translate that, um, mm-hmm. whereas they can actually talk about the assets and the products that they're trying to move internally. Um, so it's helpful for us yeah. as a liaison, like a cheerleader. Executive
3: mm-hmm. sponsor. Well, I think <laughs> that, you know, the, the
0: working group idea was... Um, you know, you when when you're right, like when when you make that decision and you've got sales and customer service and probably somebody from the traditional marketing group, IT, um, and then now your digital your digital team, which we're gonna get into and what that looks like, you still need somebody internally to be the cheerleader, to be the the person that can you know coach the senior people around the the time it's gonna take or the progress that you're making. Mm-hmm. So you're right, I, I definitely see that. Um, I mean the next the next bullet point really is you know find and hire a digital leader to sit on your executive team. So what if you don't have what if you don't have somebody in the business that's the digital leader? Like you've got a traditional marketing person, maybe a VP of marketing, mm-hmm. but you don't have so you, you put that person, do you hire somebody, put them underneath or do you, do you need somebody that's senior enough to be at the table and work with the executives? I think it's got to be a level of senior experience that
3: you're bringing in. I, I think someone who can distill that that end-to-end experience or journey that we've talked about in other podcasts, you have to be able to envision that whole um, track or, mm-hmm. or journey. right? So I think they have to have a level of exposure and experience in their career to say, oh. I actually know what that looks like. Um, and then to your point before, who can sort of talk to and wrestle with the internal executive team and say, hey, this is what we're doing. This is why we're doing it and really articulate it at that level.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you're not able to bring somebody in, or if you don't have somebody that has that kind of capability or has that kind of experience, that's where you would look at any outside agency to really drive that, to really drive the whole digital strategy and really, really put a plan together because you don't want to bring somebody in just for the sake of bringing somebody in. And you don't want to put, something as big as going as having a digital marketing mm-hmm. plan in the hands of someone who's maybe a little bit outdated or traditional and just have it blow up Well, it's up funny you say
3: that. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. our, our past, uh, organization was e-commerce. And so what we were seeing was as the online sort of experience of a, of a retailer, yeah. um, was it impacting the actual retail, like in-store experience? What was happening was it would there would be like the e-com group and the mm-hmm. marketing group, but like, very quickly over just in a few years the e leaders then all of a sudden now like the sort of cross-channel or like omni-channel leader right because mm-hmm. they're the ones that are building that and it's clear that's where the industry is going exactly. just like this right so all of a sudden that e-commerce leader is now elevated to a broader role and mm-hmm. marketing kind of rolls under that in some cases
0: mm-hmm. yeah i mean i think hiring a digital leader like it might be a challenge for a lot of cl- you know, clients that are, or a lot of companies that are looking to get this process off the ground. Um, so, I like the idea of being able to either con find a contract resource that can sort of weigh in at a strategy level. Maybe it's part time basis to mm-hmm. sort of support that that, that committee through some decision making. Or to your point, find an, an agency that can provide the strategy services to mm-hmm. to handle the strategy. So that leads us into, um, you know, the areas that maybe are a little bit closer to home, like the things that you should have inside the company, because I don't think it's, it makes a lot of sense to um, outsource uh, certain roles. We, we all agree that there's some that we really mm-hmm. feel should be inside yep. the company. So and what are some that come to mind, maybe that you know, we would say mm-hmm. immediately?
2: I think the one thing that would come to mind, I think CRM manager or gatekeeper is essentially a good one, and KB brought that up, but mm-hmm. in terms of your content, you need to have someone internally that knows your content, that sure. knows your audience, that knows what you're selling, your product, your service. If if you're outsourcing your, your content writers, you're going to get something that's very generic, something think, that you yeah. would probably see online on Google or anywhere.
3: I mean, you guys have heard me say this before. I, I have sort of two gripes with marketing automation vendors. One is um, the whole notion of inbound, like build it and they will come. Mm-hmm. I think you've got to alert your audience that, hey, there's this magical landing page and you can put them through a drip campaign and qualify like that doesn't just happen because you built a nice page right that's part one
2: magical landing page i love it (laughs) (laughs) and then
3: part two would be they never really talk about the content required to uphold and support campaigns so sure these these platforms are really powerful you can track and you can build and segment and they're awesome but if you don't have good content if you don't have good messaging you Mm -hmm. don't have a good strategy around it it doesn't really matter then Mm -hmm. so i agree i think like someone inside the org who really understands the business, um, that organization, its customers, and, and what that program or campaign should be and is designed for is really critical.
0: Mm-hmm. You can't absolutely. underestimate content. Yeah, absolutely. And what do you think?
1: No, absolutely. I mean, I've been on board with that content side for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I think um, intimate product knowledge is really important, especially with some of the clients that I've, mm-hmm. I've with. Because um, when we're designing campaigns and you don't have that product knowledge and we're sitting there trying to figure out what can we say about something that makes it exciting i think somebody in-house that really understands you know what it is they're trying to sell will be able to sell that a whole lot better so um either you find somebody in-house that's got that creative skill that can be you know marry the the content creation side with the understanding of the product or you at least have somebody that can communicate that product knowledge to somebody else yeah i like think us.
0: i think having you know you know there's two things that need to be really understood as it relates to content there's there's the messaging and the and the you know the product just detail or mm-hmm. the messaging and the, and the value proposition but then there's the taking that and running it in campaigns mm-hmm. and trying to figure out well what really works if you're going to take that <clears throat> perfect information that they gave you and then allow us to help whittle that down to campaigns that could work i think when without a content owner maybe in the case of a product manager mm-hmm. or content folks or messaging for other other lines of business, B2B and B2C, then your digital partner that's responsible for chopping all this stuff up and leveraging it out there in the wild and measuring it, mm-hmm. they, they don't have the basis. So now you're that's stretching right. them yeah. to say, well, wait yeah. a second. Well, I don't really, you know, I'm creating messaging that you should probably have. Mm-hmm. So, um you know how do you how do you deal with that? Because we, we come up against that a lot. You know, I think it's the difference between content strategy and and content core content.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So another another role, Sam, you just alluded to it was some sort of it doesn't necessarily have to be CRM admin, but mm-hmm. someone who has a, a strong or at least mm-hmm. pretty good knowledge of the CRM and an ability to sort of either pull reports or understand the lists, the contacts, how things are set up. Mm-hmm. I think. You're, I think a marketing automation sort of environment can only be as successful as the CRM it's working with. Absolutely. There are cases where they can work independently or at least as a like for a short period of time. But at the end of the day, they're so much more powerful together, mm-hmm. like peanut butter and jam. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think that's, that's a really important role. So do sure.
1: you then think that the people in-house should be analyzing that data too? Or that's something that we should be doing?
3: I think both to be honest Mm -hmm. like we should have a clear understanding as an agency deploying marketing automation campaigns the kinds of engagement the trends happening what are the learnings and what can we do better and continue to iterate for improvement but i also think that very same data will have different meaning for those Uh, internally whether it's the content creator whether Mm -hmm. it's the super senior um sort of strategies we talked about earlier in this episode so i think both really and
2: i think they're that Clients really look at us for that kind of analytical approach and being able to mm-hmm. understand trends. Maybe to them, the reason, w- you got to think about it, the reason why they came to an agency or someone else like us was because. They weren't sure what they were getting into. They didn't know how to read the charts. They don't know how to read reports. You know what I mean? Maybe they un- they know how to read it, but they don't understand it. So I think they look at us as the experts in this. They can, sure. we can understand trends. We can understand where there's weakness, where there's an opportunity. And I feel like a lot of clients do come to us for that kind of information. Well, I agree. I think yeah. you're right.
3: Like I, I look at it like this: is most organizations themselves, like as an org, have probably rolled out somewhere between like what one mm-hmm. maybe three marketing automation environments like if they've been doing this mm-hmm. since like the early early days yeah. remember marketo has been around for 12 years so mm-hmm. it's not like we've got decades on decades of experience with stuff so i look at it like most orgs probably don't have a lot of people with a lot of long-term automation experience so i mean we're doing these fresh rollouts or re-rollouts or revivals or whatever you want to call them all the time every day we have exposure to different industries so I, mm-hmm. I, I agree that they should, and they do come to us for that kind of guidance. And a lot of our customers will say, well, I'm just looking at you guys to know what the best thing to do is. Pretty much.
1: Yeah, but I'm interested. I mean, you touched on something. Like, they might have more intimate knowledge um, and be interpreting those reports a little bit differently, and that would be an interesting conversation to have in and of itself.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, I think so, going back to... Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. to the, inter- the to the specific industry in which they Yeah, I think operate. if
0: you measured, I mean, most organizations you know, they don't, like to your point, Sam, they don't understand the digital or how to really interpret the, the results that are coming back. So then they will just fall back on well, what we do, we, do we really like understand, which mm-hmm. is our typical sales reports or yeah. however we look at things, right? Yeah. What's so, our revenue? What's, what's our, our revenue? It? What, what, it ha- what happened? So then you're like, well, okay, so was the program a success or a failure? Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's where it is key. And I think that's part of a role that you, I agree, Kevin. you probably want people looking at both things, but I think an agency should be filling that role. Mm-hmm. You know, the KPI analytics around around digital bridges that gap. So we're well, seeing this, you know, we're seeing this traction, but something's falling down. So, And we can understand that, and we're going to help solve the problem. So don't just look at your sales data, because if you look at your sales data, I mean, everything's a horrible failure, right? Because okay. we're in the beginnings of building up <laughs> your digital plans. Don't look at that. Right. It's like, but then it needs to come. So we, sh- we, we we are the bridge to.
3: Just to close off that thought is like at our last company, we hired an agency to to manage. We had HubSpot mm-hmm. and we, we needed them to sort of build some of the things. We didn't have the resources internally and mm-hmm. I couldn't spend the time building emails. So mm-hmm. our agency was more like they were concerned about. What are things like open rates, deliverability? How did, the, in general, the email perform? And that's great, but I was actually really concerned too with who of the openers were opening it. Yeah, we sure. had, you know, active opportunities, like pretty large deals and really senior folks on that list. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, that person that that's more meaningful to me than say, 12 oh, percent of the list opened. Yeah, mm-hmm. or, or whatever. So that's kind of a, I guess a, like a crude example of why both. Um, sort of interpretations or insights would yeah. be valuable.
0: Yeah. Sure. Which goes to, you know, I think a, a role that we probably, you know, in our business, it's the cornerstone of what we do, which is the marketing automation system, administration or management. Mm-hmm. Um, that feels like an area that a lot of companies should lean on agencies to, you know, m- maybe you you end up having a hybrid where you've got up the, up the system co-managed. But I think a lot of our, what we're seeing is that don't bring those resources in that that would be probably one of the last places you'd go to in source because yeah. limited budget I mean yeah. you know hour for hour dollar for yeah. dollar an agency will will do all that work yeah. way faster better cheaper I do have a theory can I run my theory by you mm-hmm. so we have
3: um, well how long has Salesforce been around for like 20 years or something yeah I'm guessing like someone's gonna comment and correct me after the <laughs> <Okay>. Um <laughs> In fact, so we have, should. <laughs> I don't know how, yeah. how long this role has been prominent for, but we do have legitimate CRM admins. Mm-hmm. Like that's a pretty standard role in a, in a larger either sort of IT ops um, org chart or like a marketing one or, or whatever, right? I think in maybe like five to ten years' time, we're going to have marketing automation admin roles. February Large. 1999. Absolutely. All right. So that's not a bad guess. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Um, so what's going to happen is that's either going to be its own unique year, role yeah. right. or the CRM admin that, that the responsibilities of what a, a marketing automation admin will bleed into the CRM admin. Yeah. It's just creating and that new person's roles. person's really overworked.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's just creating new roles. This whole marketing automation, you know, strategy, this platform, it's all creating new roles. And one thing that I'm noticing and I have been noticing for a while now is that a lot of these external agencies are now not not necessarily becoming just external agencies but actually an extension of the team yes Mm. they're they're being incorporated a lot into the company as to the day-to-day activities like Mm -hmm. we've built up relationships with some of our clients that it's 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 like we work at Goose, but we also work for a lot of these other clients and yeah. and we're we're with them on the day to day basis and, and they see a lot yeah. of value in that and that's producing a lot of value. Yeah. You know, I them. think
3: about what Ren was saying earlier, right? When you when you're thinking about like the content creators in house, right? Mm-hmm. And I was just I, I kinda got this thought is you're investing in that individual, in that role to really understand the business and the longer that person's in that role mm-hmm. doing that kind of work, the better they're gonna get at it. And so it's like, okay, you really want that to be an internal role rather than outsourced and who knows where that outsourced person goes Maybe yeah. they move on or whatever and so i was thinking as you said that is if if we have a long-term relationship we are any agency has a long-term relationship with a client you also get to know that business mm-hmm. and so yeah you're absolutely right you become an extension of that team and exactly. that's so so valuable for mm-hmm. um, for that organization right mm-hmm. and for us too like that means we can do better work yeah
0: absolutely so what about paid media you know you're gonna be spending money you're gonna be you know so I mean I guess if you're spending I I think this would probably apply for like any amount of money but you know maybe there's a threshold where you're like wow we'll let our our guy internally you know cut his teeth and learn how to manage some spend but (laughs) like what happens if you're spending a hundred K couple hundred K you know half million like what happens when you start to spend that kind of money On digital media should you be bringing that in-house and and having a team run that like what what, what's what's the thought there you guys want to go first that's all you KV (laughs) I guess there's a few
3: things I think of like how complex is the market like do you want is it sort of an exercise in learning internally or do you want to get out with a framework that that an agency with a strong skill set there can go and snap in pretty quickly with Mm -hmm. some decent results off the bat? Or you say, this is actually really critical to our long-term growth and so we're going to just invest in the learnings to start. Like I think of like a pure play web only retailer who's Mm -hmm. like a big part of their traffic and then by proxy sales will be through We'll just call it digital marketing tactics, whether it's SEO, SEM, whatever. Mm -hmm. I could see them saying, well, given our business model and how we just generally deal with acquisition, that's something that we need to master internally.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of
3: a a, a non-answer answer, answer, I guess.
2: This is something that I, I can see an external company really really taking care of because mm. this is, you know, a lot of these ins- external agencies or external companies, they have a lot of knowledge in this. And I feel like with paid media, with like PPC advertising, things like that, you're investing a ton of money into this. The amount it's of really money- Certainly at the level that you're saying, yeah. Yeah. The mm-hmm. amount of money you're investing in this, you're, you're putting in, if you're a relatively big corporation, you're putting in a ton of money every month into paid media. Yeah. So this is something that I feel like- if you don't have the resources internally that really have the expertise and the knowledge to you know go out there generate leads you know get your get your return on investment this is something that you look externally you do your due diligence you mm-hmm. do your you do your searching you find the company the agency that you want to essentially you know have run this and then you allow them to you know take off and and do what they need to do well
3: that's funny that you say that cuz we have those conversations a lot too is like just cuz you're hiring an agency today doesn't mean it's it's for forever, and that's not sure. necessarily a bad thing. It's this mm-hmm. idea of like, well, we're going to bring on the knowledge, experience, and expertise. Mm-hmm. But part mm-hmm. of it is we're going to build a, a process, a framework internally. But also, for lack of a better word, a for, like an informal training ground yeah. to them be able to own it. It's like
2: mm-hmm. a, you know, rent to own or whatever you want to call yeah. it. Yeah, and again, it's just it's just you're just putting so much money. You're putting you're putting a huge. Investment. Well, I think
0: it's a learning curve, and I think yeah. you know, I mean, we've talked about this recently with some of the. You know, social media.
1: Well, that's what I. Yeah, that's one of the things I was thinking about. I think it kind of needs to be somebody on an external agency because we're the ones that are spending all this time to actually learn. You know, what's working, keyword targeting, what's working. Like, Mm -hmm. unless you've got somebody dedicated one hundred and ten percent to do that research all the time, I Mm -hmm. think you you benefit from having a social analyst, an SEO analyst on the outside. That's keeping up with those t- digital trends, too. And that's probably, right. and probably
0: yeah. has a process. Yeah. I mean, not unlike, you know, our business where you, you might be working with a point person, but there's process and rigor that's put around that account, that, that, um, that customer to make sure that, If you had a changeover in a person Mm -hmm. you you know it's never gonna be perfect but it's gonna be a whole lot better than you hired your first paid media analyst and that person left your company in six Mm -hmm. months Mm -hmm. I mean you could be really exposed right absolutely so um, yeah generally speaking you know I think you're right you could be in a situation where okay well maybe in a year from now or two years from now or maybe there's a volume of spend and, and ROI where you say Yep. you know importance to the business we're like okay, hey, we're gonna build a whole team around this because we just think it makes a ton of sense but I feel like that threshold's probably pretty high yeah. where you'd have to be mm-hmm. spending a, a whole a whole lot to justify an internal team where um, having a having an external specialist in mm-hmm. that area is probably the way to go the way to go for that yeah at least for and then we got the marketing technology I mean I guess that's part of the marketing automation platform but you know generally speaking there's a lot of technology that comes into the to these things i mean even in our accounts there's easily seven or eight pieces of martech mm-hmm. that gets mm-hmm. snapped in so you know are you are you going to have someone internally inside the, like they already have enough it enough software enough things that they're, managing that they're managing to then say oh by the way here's an email testing tool here's heat mapping here's reporting here's all this stuff mm-hmm. like feels like that's another area where you'd say Maybe rely on a partner. Yeah,
2: maybe we go external with that. Again, Mm -hmm. that I think that that that's part of the whole marketing automation, whole encompassing Mm -hmm. thing that. You know, you'd look to someone on the outside for something like that because your, guy, your, your team internally might not have that kind of knowledge. No, you know, Crazy Egg or SEM Rush or something like that. You would, look, you would probably look externally because not only are you going to have to get that implemented, but they're going to have to continue to monitor that on a day-to-day basis. Right. So You don't want to put someone who's a junior or doesn't really know about this kind of stuff into that position. You would look externally for something like that. I
3: think so. Ran?
2: Until you're at a point... Where you know you feel like you've got an individual or a team that can monitor that and maintain that that you know and make sure that everything's running smoothly. But sure. in the beginning, you I feel like you would look externally. Well,
3: just sorry, unless no, you want no, no, to, but in addition to monitoring to make sure it's going smoothly, it's deriving value from. Yeah. And like, if you look at seven tools in a stack, mm-hmm. or you know, it's whatever it's seven eight nine doesn't matter. That's like each of these things are you know user per month or certainly there's a monthly subscription component so all of a sudden your Martech stack could be running you like eight to ten thousand yeah. dollars
2: just He's, to be up
3: and running yeah, every sure. day so yeah, sure. it's like certainly in, a, in, in our mix the way we do it is it's it's like share co- costs across the board and that's a huge value to someone who's like actually I don't have to worry about that line I'm hitting my marketing budget mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. the time and it's so in, in a lot of our customers cases they just probably wouldn't have those tools at yeah. all they right. just say, we can do it though, we don't really need yep. it. Like the base requirements for our stack then would turn into CRM and marketing automation yeah. and maybe like one other thing, whereas, you know, on a sort of shared distributed group network type situation, like what most agencies can provide, now you've got a pretty strong arsenal of specific tools, whether it's for SEM yeah. or SEO and all these other things.
2: Yeah, and they're going to be the guys that... You know, that gives recommendations as to what to use and what not to use. Because mm-hmm. you don't want to be that, that company that has, you know, 10 different applications that you're using, but you really only need about four. Well, of Well, yeah. episode two, we talked about this too. <laughs> I think it was two. Um,
3: this idea of like <laughs> the chief marketing technologist is really a role. that's becoming more and more prominent, but it's mm-hmm. like now marketers are taking their eye off marketing communications and, and sort of all that. And now they're going into building the stack and they're becoming like true technologists in the sense. But mm-hmm. part of what's happening there is the deployments aren't going very well. They're not being fully integrated into bigger programs. They're just yeah. one off cases here and there and there's some marketing spend pullback as far as technology goes, where it's someone whether it's like a CFO, CEO, is saying, Well, hold on, like what are we actually doing? Is yeah. this actually valuable? Strategic. What do we? Like, I don't out of know. This? Yeah. You know, what's absolutely.
0: The strategy? Yeah. Rand?
1: Well, and I think that's why you actually, just to go back to that cheerleader point, you need somebody to be able to advocate for an agency that has access to the, to an arsenal mm. of tools, right? Rather than like you're just looking at like an email program, for example, which some of our clients, you know, oh, we use this email program. Well, yeah, but we can offer you so much more because it's incorporated in a much uh, larger Now, project. therein lies
3: the, the strength of the agency to be able to actually communicate mm-hmm. with that cheerleader. Yeah.
1: That's the thing, right? Um,
3: to actually... So if those two minds can meet and say this is the value and then this is the cheerleader response or whatever Mm -hmm. says, okay, I actually understand that. You've got a match made in heaven and all of a sudden things work out great everything's good. But if that isn't happening, then I think that that sort of gray area in between becomes a real problem. Mm -hmm. I love the term
0: cheerleader. Cheerleader. (laughs) So maybe we'll do that and we'll call this the cheerleader (laughs) podcast. (laughs) I mean, that's kind of the, uh, I mean, that wraps up the analysis of the blog. I mean, would there be any other Roles that stand out is like don't outsource this. I mean, I could say there's probably other ones, but I mean, those are the core ones that we see. I mean, everybody you know complains about content. Mm-hmm. Who's going to lead this? I mean, the core messages around you know getting a group of people have a have a cheerleader, whether it's a, a contracted resource that you're that is you know operating at a more of a senior executive mm-hmm. level with you alongside your mm-hmm. team. Or you you have got so you happen to have somebody internally and then augment the team. Yeah. You know, keep your content inside and then augment your team with. Yeah. You know the technology and the and the paid and and the uh, marketing automation. Yeah.
2: I I think like sorry KB, but I think but I think like maybe five years ago, maybe five six years ago, there was a time when, you know, there was there was this clear divide of external and t- and internal. Mm-hmm. But I think that as we're going we're going into 2019 2020 and marketing automation and digital marketing is is playing so much more of a prominent role in a company's success we're seeing the two kind of combine together the external and the internal coming together just to, just to my point before where it's beca- essentially becoming an extension of the team mm-hmm. it's kind of becoming like a hybrid they're both coming together both have the same goals you know that that integration is a lot more apparent now than maybe it was five well, i years think ago. we're seeing you know
0: Outsourcing in IT, mm-hmm. if you want to like maybe compare it to sort of like an IT outsourced, I mean that's exactly the way that that whole industry has evolved. Like now a lot of companies are like you know I don't want to build like a huge IT department, mm-hmm. so I'm going to have this relationship with another company, yeah. you know a long term relationship. They augment our team, they're part of our team, yeah. so to speak, and Absolutely. that really works. And we've always sort of now we're see right now we're seeing that openness to sort of bring in a mm-hmm an external digital marketing agency that's not just some program off to the side, but actually brought in as part of the fold and the ongoing. But But I think think
3: it's 2018, (laughs) like we're
0: seeing, you can pretty
3: much outsource any role. Like you can, you know, like outsource a CFO, a CMO, Mm -hmm. whatever outsource the CEO and then get back to <laughs> another cliffhanger. <laughs> will MTV
0: here next week. Game changer. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to wrap it up. Ren, what were you going to?
1: I was just going to say, I mean, it actually speaks to the kind of relationships we have with our clients, mm-hmm. though we've Agreed. been really lucky yeah, to, to have a really intimate relationship with most of our clients because that's what makes us work really well with them, yeah. right? Yeah,
2: so. absolutely. And I think yeah. that's where a lot of this thought stems from is that, you know, we've got so many clients ac- across everybody here and, Everybody seems to have such a strong relationship with yeah. who they're working with. And it just comes back to again, it's not so much outsource and, you know, people that you have in house. It's all coming together now. So, yeah. all right.
3: But will you be here or outsource? outsource yeah. Next yeah. Episode? No, I don't think so. <laughs> to be determined. But, you know, we <laughs> just said that
0: I can outsource anybody. So I guess we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> you. We'll see you. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. Sure, right. Outsource strategy. All right. Episode f- four. Mm -hmm. episode 4 in the books in the books peace